not try to do that again. Well, that's new. What, it's talking? Yeah. Recording in progress. So oh, that was what's, fancy. <laughs> so what's really hilarious, right? So I've got Zoom on my phone, too. Uh-huh. But it's all listed under as bacon. So for work, we had uh, we had a group meeting. Mm-hmm. Like my boss and the other two RSMs. And I get on, I totally forget that my name on there is Bacon. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, you getting on? You getting on the call? Because I was driving, tr- trying to get somewhere for the call. And like, I'm like, yeah. So I get on the call. I'm like, well, thanks for making it, Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Well, that's good stuff. That's all I can say. So anyways, some more shit. I'm going to go smoke real quick. Okay. Are we still recording? Yeah, it's recording. Okay. That's what I said. Just, just shoot some shit. Okay. Sounds good. That's what we set this up for. Pretty exactly. <laughs> we set this up to shoot the shit, and who cares? Pretty much. So anyway, Nash, well, I was anyway, telling listen, Bacon... Huh? Yeah, I know. I know we have one listener here in Denton, and he's about to turn fifteen. <laughs> All poor, right, then. poor soul. <laughs> he's learning the right way That's or the right. wrong way. <laughs> I get those mixed up. Yeah, it'll be fine. Away. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the way. This is, the way. <laughs> this is the way. You don't say it's good or bad. It just is. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nash, I was telling Bacon while he steps away about our mechanical fun that we had up in South Dakota. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, how long did that go? Well, let's see. I mean, apparently y'all made it back, so... Uh, her fork seal started spitting out fluid at 600 miles in. We get it to Black Hills Harley Davidson. They say, "Yeah, if we don't run into any problems. It'll be done by tomorrow afternoon." They tear into it and find a bunch of broken bolts and shit that's messed up on both forks, and so they have to completely rebuild both forks on a heritage uh, soft tail. Get that done, get it taken care of, and then we're on our way, you know, on our merry way. And we notice that my tire has got bubbles in the middle of the tread on a tire that's got maybe three, four thousand miles on the front tire. Oh, wow. So, yeah, bad, bad tire in general. It was, yeah, it was just a bad tire. There's, Nothing that could be done about it except for the fact that it had to be replaced. <laughs> and then to top it all off, so I'm at JMP Cycle and they go, What kind of tire do you want? And I said, Well, what do you have in stock? One he without goes, bubbles. <laughs> he goes, uh, We have, uh, let me look. And I hear the tapping of keys and I'm watching him. And he goes, Huh, well, we've got one brand in stock. And I went, Well, let me have that one. 
How many of those do you have? Three. Oh, wow. I was like, well, I definitely want that tire now. Yeah, really. I'm going to disconnect my microphone for a second so that way Yeah, it's go not, for it. Or at least just mute it, but I'll still be here. Yeah. So they spend the afternoon putting a tire on, and then we go awfully fuck, and we ride around for a while. The roads out there, I would honestly put them at way above the tail of the dragon. And that is because there, when we were there, there wasn't as many uh, vehicles. We had some, but not a lot. So it worked out real well. So anyway, we don't know if this will actually get published or not. We might not publish this one just because of all the stuff we're doing. So what's been going on with you? 3D printing chicken arms? Pretty much, yeah. I've got some uh, placement parts that I've ordered now mm-hmm. that have to come in. So waiting on those before I can do anything else. The last thing I printed was an egg sculpture. Cool. So got that sitting in the kitchen. Got an order for Bacon's frame plugs. So once I get the new parts in for the printer, get it all put back together, then I'm going to print his stuff and get that over to him. Yeah, that should only take a few hours to print, I would think. Hour at most. I think it was like 50 minutes total to print both of them. Yeah. So, yeah, they're not huge. They're just like that big. Yeah, they're not big at all. One inch around, close to it. Well, they are frame plugs. But they look pretty good. And, of course, that print that you looked at, it's got a little T7 on the side of it. So, yeah, you take spray paint it, and then you can paint in the little T7 on there. Make it look fancy. So I'm contemplating putting a sticker kit on my a decal kit on my bike. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, because I don't want to put a bunch of extra protection on there for no reason. Understandable. Like I want to, I'm trying to keep the weight down, but let's see here. Well, I mean, also too, you know, you get the extra added benefit of extra horsepower when you put a sticker on there. Yeah, the sticker makes it at least five horsepower faster. Yeah. Well, 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 that's each individual small sticker. Yeah, if you do a full sticker pack, it's twenty horsepower. It's got to be at least that. Oh yeah, at least. <laughs> Until you take and you cut it in half, then you double your power. So I'm kind of I'm kind of going against what I normally feel for shit. And I'm gonna send them to you both right now via text so you can okay. see. Those are the two I'm looking at. The first one is more along my lines of what I like. I do like that. That looks good. Like that black, that mm-hmm. black with the gray and the big T7 on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, I kind of like that second one, too. That second one is pretty badass, man. The, the second one is, I, 
I'm, the second one is definitely something I would use straight up in a zombie apocalypse. I, I zombie apocalypse or not, that second one is freaking hot. It, it I don't is. like that. It, shit. Well, it and now imagine that with the blue wheels. Oh yeah, that's getting some attention. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think it would be. I think it would be pretty badass. I like it. Looks good. And they're only like 125 bucks, I think. So I don't think like I don't think they're like the thickest. I don't think they're like the thickest material that they have. 125 dollars for 20 horsepower ain't bad. Now that's better than any kind of bolt-on that you might put on a Harley, right? So it's 21 mil, 500 mic. So it's not the thickest. I mean, it's still a good thickness, but it helps keep scratches off everything. Yeah, that's pretty much all you need. Take care of like road grime and stuff. You know, it ain't going to take a downfall, but no, anything is anyway. So well, nothing was going to do that, but it stops. It stops a lot of like branch scratches and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely helps out for sure. But I kind of, it's like I look at that, then I look back at the bike. I'm like, man, I still love you just the way you are. <laughs> like, hell, I even thought about just doing the clear. Like, SKDA uh, yeah. has a clear mm -hmm. set. But that, but that clear set still means I have to take off whatever stickers are on there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like what's the what's the damn point? <laughs> it is true. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'll, I've got some minor scratches on it mm -hmm. from where I, I drug it around on some rock, but it was on a hill, so I kind of had to drag it around, <laughs> drag it around on rock. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I could pick up the bastard. Uh, you see what had happened was. Well, no, I was actually doing a hill climb. I was doing great until I hit this one spot where it leveled out real quick and then jumped right back up into an angle like that. Mm -hmm. It's probably a good at least 45 degree angle. And so 45 to flat back to 45 real quick. So it just bopped me. I just didn't have enough juice in it. Had that's I had you, enough, that's why you need them stickers. So you get that horsepower. Yeah. Well, I just, well, I was in second going up this hill I from a short care. start. I, th I think I had, I think I had maybe a 15 foot run. You didn't have the stickers, so you didn't have the horsepower. And stickers also make you a better rider too. They do. I mean, it's scientifically I proven. I, I've done this. Follow the science, bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I, I'd like to get that second one, but be able to put, like, uh, branded logos on it. Okay, yeah. Instead of having to put stickers on top of it, because I think stickers on top of it would look weird. It depends how you did it. Uh, yeah. Well, it's, it just gets cluttered. Mm. I mean, it's already kind of a cluttery design as it was with, like, like, the, paint, like the paint drip look yeah. on it. 
It'd be all right because that extra twenty horsepower, all anybody would see is a blur. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> It'd be a neon, neon yellow <laughs> blur. All they would yeah, hear. There you go. What was that? <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> Be right back. I've never heard bacon fry like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's definitely going to be interesting. Which part? Uh, All of it. All of it. Yeah. I feel you. I do. I think I'm going to get those two little mini bikes I told you about. Yeah. And I'm going to offload them and get me a KLR or something. There you go. That'd be awesome there. That'd definitely get you rocking down the road. Either that or I'll get like a... I'd really like to find a beginner bike for Colin. Mm -hmm. But I want one that's fuel injected. And that's the problem I'm running into. That's, yeah, that's going to be a hard, hard road to hoof there. Uh-huh. Yeah, because most of your smaller bikes are only going to be carbureted. Well, they're coming out with more and more smaller bikes that are fuel injected. Yeah, but because they've got that Euro. Rate. What is that, Euro 5? Oh, yes. Stupid compliance for emission shit. Yeah. The the Euro 5 thing is killing the small bike. I mean, that's why they killed off the KLR to begin with. And then when they brought it back, we're going to leave it the same five-speed transmission. We're going to give it fuel injection, but we're going to make it 40 pounds heavier. Mm-hmm. What was the point? Just kill it off and leave it dead. There is no point. They were trying to – they're beating a dead horse. That's what they're doing. Are you talking about the KLR? Yeah. <laughs> 40 pounds heavier and fuel injected with no six speed, sixth gear. Yep, KLR. It's like, oh, it's look. So we much have better. Back the Geo Metro. Here's the nice bigger body, bigger wheels, but we deleted a cylinder. Oh, God. And how many of those actually sold? I'm sure quite a few, actually. I yeah, knew. they sold quite a few because there was people going, hey, this is my kid's first car. I don't no, give a shit gonna, about it. I was going to say, one of the kids I went to high school had the Geo Metro. Mm-hmm. And it really did. It almost looked like it should have been a three-wheeler. It it does, yes. They really did. Yeah. Dude, I knew, a, I, knew a, I knew a fat guy that drove one of those. I feel sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> so you see him speaking, speaking of fat guys I mean, had, you can literally got to pry yourself out of that thing okay it's funny you should mention that one of the guys I used to work with had a I would almost say a fetish for the Toyota MR2s oh dear god but he liked the uh, the second gen not the mm-hmm. third gens so it was all angular, and it was even smaller than the um, mm-hmm. the Miata and the um, the let Eclipse. Me, and 
let me cut this angle just a bit more to make it more sharp. Yeah, it was it was yeah. smaller than the Fiero. It was angular and everything else. And he weighed about 350 pounds, and he stood about 5'10". And we would, we would stand there at the window and watch him get in and out of it, and it was just our entertainment for the afternoon. That's just straight nutty. Oh. No, what was nutty was this was back in the day when eBay Motors was still, you know, was like the hot ticket. And he had bought three of them and had them shipped from different parts of the United States. And when he dies, he'll be in hell and a glutton. Yes. Most definitely. Yeah. But it was entertaining. Power to him. I bet. Which part? Which part? The car bouncing down the road, or him trying to like squeeze his way, and it looked like uh, the thing, or not the thing. Uh, What's his movie back in the seventies or sixties, rather? The Blob. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, trying to come out of it. You know, he's a squeeze. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was something like that. (laughs) <laughs> and then I move here, and I've got a friend of mine who owns ATS. He's one of the partial owners of ATS. And people who are unfamiliar with ATS is they're a custom shop that works with Toyota on race development. The current MR2 that he owns, it's a third-gen MR2, his has 780 horsepower on the wheels, and then the other guy, his has 850. How do they even keep the wheels on the ground? They're such lightweight cars to begin with. I would like to point out this is using uh, E85 gas with them. Good God. Yeah, they oversize the piston. They've got intercoolers, turbos, the whole nine yards. Well, boys, went to the gas station. Now I got to rebuild my motor. Um, no, no, well, not quite, but <laughs> <laughs> close enough. If you're pumping would, that much horsepower, you have tweaked that engine to its max. They've had guys come from Japan, from Toyota headquarters, to come out here and go walk us through what you do. I love Toyota racing development because you can just walk around and go, hmm, you work for a turd. No, the patches, PRD. (laughs) Yeah, it's always fun going down to the shop. That's a great time when people don't think of their brand name before they do something. They just put it out there. It's like, well, this has been out there for years. Yeah, y'all are a bunch of turds. Excuse me? TRD, you're a turd. Fuck, we didn't think this through. Turd in process. (laughs) Don't mind the turd in the backyard. (laughs) Bad. I heard of some new acquisitions. <laughs> um, yeah, I've. Uh, you talking about the the mini bikes? Yes. 
The Tactical Urban Reconnaissance Division. Yes. Tactical <laughs> Urban Re- <laughs> Reconnaissance. <laughs> <Yeah>. Thirds. <laughs> oh, that would with with the uh the dick tooth and the uh yep. <laughs> one guy so here's the story behind it one of the guys that we used to work with he uh he got really sick okay uh i sent you guys a link to the uh aaron's 850 horsepower mr2 okay. So you can take a look at that, but uh, okay. it's the one take build on it and all that other stuff. So the the Honda seventy has been sitting in another guy's um, garage. Oh, you said it was a fifty? No, it's a seventy. It's a little Honda seventy. The other one is a one twenty five. I might okay. have said fifty, but I verified with Billy. I thought you said 72. So, 72. Why would they make such a weird 72? Yeah, he said 70. Yeah, okay. I thought so. I thought um, he had said 50. So the 70 has been sitting there. See, so that's why you need to get the stickers, then you'll get the extra 20. Sorry for interrupting. No, yeah. yeah. I should get stickers on this. So it's been sitting there collecting dust and just it needs the carb rebuilt at this point and it needs, you know, finishing put back together. Well, the guy got really sick and everybody had chipped in to get this thing up and running. They were going to give it to him and then for him and his kid to play before he passed away. Well, he passed away and the kid has gotten way too big for a 70. So it's just been sitting there. And he asked me, do you want to come get this? Talk to this guy over here and tell him you're going to come pick it up. And if he doesn't have a problem, it's yours. Okay. Hmm. Hey, I'm going over to Billy's and I'm going to pick this bike up. And he went, okay, go ahead. Hello. Score. Very score. So tell us about about the dick tooth. Uh, the dick tooth was pieced back together from parts from multiple bikes, and it's just sitting there needing a carb clean. And, uh, you know, it's Chineseium, so yeah, get it up and running, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> and I'll have a 125 dirt bike, and I'll have a 70cc dirt bike. And... A 125 would be a good starter bike. Yeah, but I don't think they're street yeah. legal. I mean, it's simple enough to do that. All you got to do is just put a turn street on tires. There a brake light, and that's it. Well, so in Texas, if it has turn signals on it, they have to work. If it doesn't have turn signals, you don't have to put them on. It that is has true. to have it has to have headlight, brake light, and high beam and a horn well, are you are you able to retrofit see so oh like, i can um, there's some states one another some states that don't allow you to retrofit oh no there's actually quite retrofit. a few that actually don't allow you to i, actually, I think tennessee and texas allow you to yeah texas will allow you to retrofit and because that was the big thing we were going to do with that remember that honda i was going to get my hands on 
uh, oh, last yeah, the year, the year before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was going to be a retrofit because that was a Colorado off-road only. Gotcha. That was the XR, wasn't it? Yeah. That was that. Uh, yeah. what is that? A 650, 600, 650. The one that you were looking at. Yeah, I know it was a big red. He was going to let me get it dirt cheaper. Hey, Boomer. Yeah, because they, nope. they quit making the uh, 600s in, I think, 90, I believe it was. 89 or 90. And then they just went, when they brought it all up, it was a 650. What's up? Oh, I'm saying into the mic. Oh, was I... Turned off to the side. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we need to get you a mic. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I just need to get like a piece of duct tape to go around my head and hook it to the microphone and just let it sit there. Or just get you a little uh, harmonica Ooh. holder. No, we yeah, there that. we go. And then retrofit your mic to hold into that. No, we and need the pastor mic. Oh, oh. yeah. The- <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'd be a good one. For the I'll Ted tell you Talks. The Lord. <laughs> the Ted Talks, Mike. Ted Talks. <laughs> hey, they work. They actually work quite well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't complain about them. Anyway. Oh. So. So, Chad. So, apart, apart from the, uh, your little... I guess inconveniences on the trip. How was uh-huh. the rest of your trip? Hot until well, it was. It started out hot, and then we got out of Texas five and a half hours later, and then it was still hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got about the middle of Nebraska, Kansas, and then Nebraska. Yeah. We got into about the middle of Nebraska, and it started cooling off, and it was actually pretty good. Uh, the weather wasn't bad, uh, minus the hailstorm. Got to give my wife credit. She not only rode all the way up to Sturgis, no trailering or anything like that. And, uh, on a broken bike? On a broken bike, yeah. That's the other thing. On a that's, broken bike. That's she very She did almost impressive. 1,100 miles with shitty suspension on a fucking 600-pound Harley. And trooped it up there, got it fixed, and then we went riding and got caught in a downburst that was, man, it was bad. Um, Bacon, you remember when we were up on Cherahola Skyway? Yeah. Almost that bad. Fog and all? Uh, No fog. Okay. But almost that bad with the rain. Okay. Um, Then we cleared that. We got clear of it, and we started laughing about it a little bit because we kept seeing people heading into it. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you fuckers don't have anything on. And then we got hit with the hail. And um, <laughs> I took one. I took a good-sized hailstone to the bicep, and it left a bruise for a couple of days. Ooh. And then that wasn't the bad one, though. The bad one was the one that bounced off my tank and then hit me in the nut. Oh, <laughs> Damn it, I, man. I laugh about it now, but I was not laughing when that hit. I bet. 
I was doubled over and I was like, I think I'm going to need to pull over. <laughs> and there was nowhere to go. It was just drive through it. And then we got through it and we all started laughing again because we would see the guys on the side of the road that were about to go in it. Yeah. And not wearing helmets and oh. yeah, the mm-hmm. typical Harley fair. Mm-hmm. No helmets, t-shirts, no gloves. And I'm just sitting here going, wow, you guys fucked. <laughs> Those are the guys you find that, or that you say you try to find the bridge as quickly as possible. There was no bridges where we were. That was the funny part. There was <laughs> nothing. Ill prepared for the beating they were about to be handed. Well, well, it just goes to show you that when you get up there into the mountains up there in Sturgis and that whole area, that at 5,000 feet, it doesn't fucking matter. The radar can be clear. And that cloud passes over top of that mountain pass. You're fucked. Right. And that's pretty much what we got caught in. Well, at least you, at least you didn't run into grasshoppers this time. No, no grasshoppers this time. This uh, time. That was on the way up. We got caught in that in uh, North Texas. Oh, really? Further north from us. Dude, I took one right in the shin, and I thought for sure somebody had shot me with an air gun or something. Well, yeah, I had that happen. I've had that happen, only hit my knee. Mm. Mm. Right below the the cap? Right below your kneecap? Ooh, right there on that nerve. Good God, that sucks. Yeah, when when you're doing 80 miles an hour and that hits your knee, you're like... Oh, oh, like I can't stop that quickly. (laughs) Oh, and all you can do is just keep going. Yeah. Sounds about right. But yeah, I would definitely um, suggest that anyone who has thoughts of making the trip go the week before Sturgis. They're setting shit up and there's so there's some stuff there. There's mm-hmm. stuff that's usually they're open. So Sturgis starts the second Friday of the month. If you're there on the first Friday or Saturday, stuff has opened up. They're getting started. The prices haven't escalated to the Sturgis prices of $30 for a barbecue sandwich, a bag of chips, and a beer. And you can get in places and you can see things and you'll be able to get on the roads and go, wow, this is absolutely amazing and beautiful country. You go the week of Sturgis. Pack your patience. Well, it's a good thing I don't have any to pack, so. Well, that'll make it easier for you when you (laughs) head up there. (laughs) So you all got any riding set up for this weekend probably not hang on i'll be right back someone is very intent on their screen right now yes you playing video games (laughs) i'm watching stuff what are you watching Watching my gameplay go down. Your what? 
watching my gameplay fail horribly. Uh, what you playing? Call of Duty. No. <laughs> uh, is the newest one or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, I'm not that bad, actually. I don't play the old crap. <laughs> <laughs> now, so I posted on the uh, on a Tenere 700 USA page. Mm-hmm. About seeing like who wants to try and have a southeast T uh, seven meetup like rally. Yeah. Dude, there's a bunch of people already. I think there's close to it's rounding close to fifty that have already just been like, yeah, let's do this. Really nice. You going? I'm I'm, I'm working on trying to see about uh, getting some people together to set it up. Like end of May, like in like mid May, somewhere in there. Uh huh. And try and set up this T7 rally. So I just have a just a little a small sea of Tenere 700s just falling around the, the Smoky Mountains. Nice. That'd be awesome. I would love to be a part of that. But I mean, anybody can come. Te- technically, it doesn't have to be just a Tenere 700, but. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome to have all just T sevens all the way through, and just a whole camp. I'd love to see that. Just get <laughs> just just get a couple hundred. Yo. <laughs> so Nash, when are you getting your T seven? Uh, some point in time in life. <laughs> At some point. Actually, might I be a little to, bit, but may need to work on it. You know what I thought about? You probably could have had Casey do it. post it. Do what now? You probably could have had Casey post it on her page. Now that I thought about it, it's like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> do you still have it? Yeah, I'm still waiting and trying to get rid of it. How big is it? It's a 750. It's a shadow? Yep. Shadow arrow. Hmm. I get the nice looking bike. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I'm thinking Junior is going to be about a year away from needing a bike. Well, be a good bike for him. It would be a good bike for him. How many bikes can you fit in your garage? (laughs) That is the question. You can can stack the 125 and the 70 on top of each other so that you save space there. Well, the 125 and the 70 are going to... Those are going to be uh, flip. I'm going to flip those as soon as I get them up and running. So, just because down here the dirt bike market is insane. Oh, I'm sure it, it's the same yeah. here. Really? Yeah. Oh man, these guys down here—they're like uh, 
oh, you have a dirt bike? How much you want for it? And you tell them, you tell them how much you want for it, and they're like, oh, there's something wrong with it. Oh, let me add a thousand dollars to the price tag. Right. Oh yeah, this is a good bike. Let me go ahead and pay you. <laughs> yeah, people. I'm, I'm not shitting you. You would think that you would have people if you listed a. Um, so, Billy, the guy I'm going over to go get the the Honda seventy from, he had got in a trade a klr 650 but it had an electrical issue he got it for like i said for trade so he might have had 50 bucks 150 bucks into it Mm -hmm. he tried dicking around with it for a little while and then he got sick of it and he's just like somebody give me 500 dollars for this thing oh wow nobody would touch it because he was only asking 500 bucks for it he turned around and he said, it does not run. It's got some kind of electrical issue. Give me $1,000. And he had five guys beating down his doorstep. Hold on to it. I'm on my way. I have $1,000 cash. <laughs> they all show up at the same time. All right. Not, not <laughs> no, he had, he had two of them that were like, if you'll hold it for me until this date, I'll give you 1200 Good God. For a non-running bike. And I'm sitting back going, dude, uh, if I had 500 bucks, I'd give it to you, but I don't have a place to put it right now. I wish I could do that with my bike. Good God. That'd be great. (laughs) Yeah, it's nuts. They sold. So I told you guys a story about me um, selling the FJ and getting that Cowie. That looks fuzzy as hell, Bacon. Let me turn it down a little bit. It's a, two, it's a 2001 Gas Gas. Trials yeah. bike. Yeah. Trials nice. bike. Very nice. $2,800. Wow. And it runs? Apparently. People just sell them because just, they just get out of doing it. Well, either that or they get started in it, and then they fall down one time real good. Yeah, I found out. I don't like it. It's like Californians in homesteading. They find out how much work is actually involved. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh, I actually have to do this stuff? I can't pay somebody? Oh, well, I'm done homesteading. It was fun to do when I didn't have to work. (laughs) <laughs> pretty much yeah yeah what do you mean what do you mean balance and throttle control mm-hmm. <laughs> they make it's supposed to do it for me duh okay. all the new bikes have it jays god have you seen the bmw commercial <laughs> haven't you seen the prototype of the honda it stands up by itself god yeah, the dealership that I traded in my FJ09 and got that Kawasaki Concourse from. Yeah. They sold that FJ09 for eight grand. Holy shit. That's three grand over what I paid for it. And I put 7,000 miles on it. That's just nutty. Like, this, this market has been crazy. Dude, it has. 
So you hear about this uh, this cargo ship outside of J- like like in, in Japanese waters, split in half. What? Yeah. All right. Like, here, let me see here. No, but I, I told you guys about the one that was in Liverpool f- like five or six years ago where the containers actually started washing up on shore mm-hmm. and people were popping the locks on them and going, it's salvage. Right. Well, yeah, at that point it is, really. Yeah. If it's in international waters, it don't matter. Well, it was until it floated up onto shore, and then it's like whoever gets there first. But, yeah, let me see here. Let me see if I can send. What's really funny about this is that um, so this was on the posted on the T7 uh, page on the T7 mm-hmm. pages because this was out of Japan. So Canada U- and USA get their bikes out of Japan. Mm-hmm. It's like, I bet my bike was on that. Because <laughs> 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 they're still waiting on their bikes and stuff. So <laughs> sad panda noises. S- but there you go. I sent it. Up. I sent it over to text there. Yeah. I, holy crap! As if we <laughs> don't have you know shipping issues before. It's like okay, China, quit trying to one up us with the Titanic. That was years ago. <laughs> Listen, none of us were born when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, just split in two. Just said, eh. So if you go onto YouTube, there's this, uh, so was y'all's it? craftsmanship really sucks these days. Yeah, no well, doubt. So if you go onto YouTube, you go on, there's a, there's a video called The Front Fell Off. Mm-hmm. You'll just have to watch that when we're done with this because it's just hilarious. So what happened? The front fell off. <laughs> so what happened well wave hit a wave hit it <laughs> that's wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> the front fell off was, was it crap <laughs> in fact here I'll send that one to you too Mm. <laughs> so that is hilarious so you'll be able to watch this when you, when you guys are done oh i just remembered the other thing that was kind of odd about being up there in uh keystone and rapid city and all that yeah rapid city we didn't see too many of them you did see some but not as many but apparently the uh side-by-side market is completely legit for riding on city streets yeah, they you were can do that all here. over the place. You guys yeah, you can, can do ride. that up there. Yeah, you can't mm-hmm. do that down here in Texas. Yeah, because they come equipped with headlights, brake lights, turn signals. So technically, so those, they're all they're they're road legal. They have doors. They have seat belts. So those Mahindra um, Jeeps, 
the ones that are yeah. like the original. No, oh, those, yeah, those are not legal. Those are not road legal at all because they don't have the turn signals. <laughs> okay. Well, no, they don't. They just have they they have headlights and brake lights, so so people behind you know you're stopping, but they don't have turn signals. Those were built as um, kind of more like farm vehicles. Mm-hmm. So I don't yeah. think we saw any of those, but we saw all kinds of those side like by sides, razors, like, like razors yep. and all sorts of yeah. Dude, I Up see and them down the streets and fucking razors and whatever scooter thingies you want to call them. The segways down in Nashville, Jesus Christ, that was annoying. well, no, no, no. But these side by sides. I mean, you see a ton out here. You see tons of them. Ripping yeah, up but and it's, down in, the road. it's just still insane. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to admit, like whoever invented those uh, those electric scooters. Oh yeah, they were a genius. When especially when they started renting them out down in Nashville. Jesus. Throw a small GPS tracker on there. Somebody just picks it up, rides it, pays for it with their credit card or whatever, and then goes on about their way. Somebody in a truck come by and throw it in the back of the truck. Go charge it. I know a dude that was doing that in uh, California from side money. At night, he would ride around with his pickup, and he'd pick those things up and take them home and charge them up. Mm -hmm. And you have to bring them back, and you have to put them in certain areas. And he said it was like a... It was like a mafia group that he actually went out one night to go pick him up, and there was a dually pickup, and he watched six guys empty out of this dually, and they ran down this block and just were picking them up because you get char- the company that owned them was paying people to charge these things up. Yeah, and they were mm-hmm. they were paying them an insane amount of money to pick them up, charge them, and then bring them back out. And they were they were full on legit at like eleven o'clock at night. They hit the city streets. Oh yeah, no, I saw people in like those big sprinter vans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they load up the the rear end of that, just load them up and get them. Yeah, it was. He was telling me it was pretty interesting watching them do it. And then he got intimidated because one guy kind of showed up where he was. He was just kind of calmly picking a few of them up, and this dude like gave him a dirty look and said. This is our area. He's like, oh, cool, man. I'll let you guys have it. Uh, Have a good day. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Nash is in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, She hates being on video, so you want me to shut it off? As she walked through. Well, where's the fun in that? That's where you just tell her it's turned off. She can see it. <laughs> oh. oh but she was bacon, she have you out. seen my computer monitors? No, I have not. No? Okay. Hang on just a second. I'll show you all what I'm looking at right now. This is podcasting at its best. This is where we're not talking at all. 
right? (laughs) (laughs) We're sending pictures through text message that nobody's going to see, and we talk about them. (laughs) Holy Uh, shit, are you playing Call of Duty? Yeah. (laughs) Wow, we're just... (laughs) We talked about that earlier. Oh, nice setup. That is a very nice setup. Yeah, I wouldn't know what to do with all that. Actually, I used both the top ones for work and then the bottom one for gaming while Born. working. Yeah, work. Oh, work. hey. So, motorcycles. Unless work gets too crazy, and then I use all three of them for work. So, I got a phone call right before we left from the uh, dealership where I got the Kawasaki Concourse from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when I had bought the Cowie, it came with one key fob. And of course, it's it doesn't have a key. It's got a key fob. It's an electronic ignition system. The key is 100% passive. It's not an active key. You have to have the key fob in order to turn the bike on. So you don't put a key in it. It's got a little key that... Key that sits in the ignition switch and you push down on it as long as you have the key fob within distance of that and that activates the ignition, then you can turn it on. Okay. And I was like, I need another key fob. They're like, okay, we can get you another key fob, go over to the parts counter and they can order it and get you set up for when it comes in to program it to your bike. Awesome. I go and you know how much that was going to cost? $450 for the fob, another $75 for the programming. I was like, okay, so we don't need this right now. (laughs) I get a phone call right before we leave. Owner's manual and the other key fob from the previous owner. He found them and brought them up to the dealership and said, this is for the bike that I traded in on the new Kawasaki Concourse. That's beautiful. That is. So I'm thoroughly just pleased as punch with that shit, right? Well, you definitely need to give that man $450 worth of a kiss (laughs) because, good God. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. Right on his nut. (laughs) (laughs) So while I was up there picking this up, one of my coworkers bought the Triumph Rocket 3 that was up there. Okay. And I was the like, one? yeah. They had one that had been traded in. A guy had gotten it, and it had 450 miles on the bike. Oh, well. It I mean, they're a, cool and all. I just, I just couldn't see myself on one of those. I looked at it when it was sitting there, and I went, huh, Triumph Rocket 3. That would be interesting to drive if it wasn't a Triumph. I wonder if they'll let me take it for a test ride. I just want to test ride one. Yeah, depending on the dealership, yeah. Um, I'm I'm on I'm on bike four from the same dealership. I told him I need a punch card. This <laughs> <laughs> bike's free. <laughs> I buy no on the tenth. The tenth bike is free. We'll be nice. We'll say hey, you know. I'm going to buy my, my ninth bike. The next one's free, right? 
and they just all look at me like, what's a punch card? What are you talking about? Oh God, you're so young. <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, he bought that the day I was up there picking up all my stuff. So you should be able to get a test ride is what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. probably just kind of go, hey, man, let me, uh, let me borrow your keys for a minute. I just want to go around the block. I just kind of want to hear it run. Right. Oh, it sounds good. It really no, does. No, no, no. You say, I just want to hear it run. And then take it. While I'm on it. Yeah. Going down the road. <laughs> Yeah, and then another friend of mine's girlfriend. It must be time for people buying motorcycles because a friend of mine's girlfriend, she had just purchased a R3 and had really liked that but realized she needed something bigger. So she went and bought a uh, Yamaha Raider. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I went, well, that's a little bit of a step up. Right. That's a step sideways. That's weird. She wanted something bigger to be able to travel with. Ah. Yeah, because the Raider's the the big, long-nosed, like, chopper style. Yep. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I, I was like, hmm... What's the other one? Oh, what is it? It's the uh, is it the Honda Fury? Yeah, the Honda Fury, the the Jesse James Honda. Yeah, I just I'm not a huge fan of those. That's when you knew that the whole big wheel, um, the big wheeled bike, and the long stretch and everything had jumped the shark. Was when Honda came out with one. And they still they still have it out. That's the bad thing. Is it still available? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay then. Like they still haven't they still haven't gone away from it. They say, I think they do. That's interesting that it's still on the lineup because I haven't seen one. Honda motorcycles. Let's see full lineup. Let's see here. Do 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 do. They had it at least for 2020. Still looked at 2021. They may not have updated it. Mm. Yeah, I know Kawasaki hadn't. When it came to the uh, concourse, they listed as a 2021 model, but they haven't made any changes. And I'm like, dude, if you guys would just do cruise control on this bike, it's not hard to come up with. You've got it on the Gold Wings. You've got it on the Voyager put cruise control on the Kawasaki Concours. It's it's still throttled by wire, right? What, the Concours? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know. I'm. I've got. Does it have wires bikes. coming off of it? I think so. I really haven't dug that much into it. I've just been riding it. Uh, when I got it, it had miles on it, and I'm two thousand miles needing an oil change on that one, and two other bikes that are in the garage that the Victory needs the oil change done. ASAP. It's like seven, eight hundred miles over, and I just want to do an oil change on Jen's bike. Yeah, I'm about to do for the oil change on the tenor right now. Is it this is going to be your first one, or is it going to be the actual the, one? No, this this will be the actual because the first one was the six hundred. Uh huh. The break in one. That, but then after that, they say five thousand at, at five thousand miles. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'm not going to take that as a take it up to 5,600. I'm just going to do it at 5,000. 5, yeah. <laughs> and just do them at 5,000. Yeah. I may, I may do them a little sooner than that. We'll see how my oil looks because most of my riding has really been off road. So we'll see. That'll be the real tell all. Yeah, pretty much. Cause a lot of it was dusty, nasty riding. But it'll be interesting because now I got to get crush washers and stuff that I never had to do on the on the Harleys. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I actually got something that is a it's a pump that you suck the oil out from yeah. the top end, and you never have to break that gasket, and you have to pull that nut out ever. I don't know if I trust that with that. I would never trust that. Well, no, no. I'm saying on this bike, I don't know if it'll go all the way down to the pan. Mm. I just would not be about that life. Because what I think, I think it, I think it has like a, a sliver of a path that it'll take down into the pan. Uh huh. But it's getting that hose down in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't I don't think it will. Now, now, if it was like either any of my Harleys or anything like that. Yeah. You just pop the dipstick out of it and you've got the, you've got the oil tank right right there and it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I changed the oil last for Jennifer's bike. That's what I did is I sucked the oil out completely from the top end and didn't even bother to break anything loose. It works. Yeah. No mess on the garage. I mean, it was perfect. But even then, I mean, at least with those, all, the only thing you got to do is what? I think it's like a 25 cent gasket. Yeah, something like, like that. that. Yeah. The, the little O ring that you put on the nut, and that's it. I know that the, um, for the Victory, it, if you buy the Victory oil change kit, which you can still get, it's got, the, uh, it's got all the crush washers in it. And See, it comes what, with the oil filter and all the oil. I mean, everything's on, already set. I still think Harley came, did the better job. Why use a crush washer? Yeah, they literally use an O ring, and you just change out this. You change out the twenty five cent O ring. Yeah, I was gonna say, 
it's got an O-ring on it. And you got to make sure that you take um, plumber's tape and put it around the threads because I didn't change out the O-ring and I didn't well, change out the... Uh, well, if you don't change out the O-ring, yeah, you'll have to do that. But at the same time, that plumber's tape is not really meant to hold on that heat. No, it just keeps it from binding up. Oh, I always just put a little bit, just a small little bit of grease. Mm-hmm. I would just put that, put that around the threads towards the end because mm-hmm. the top part, you're going to hit, it's going to get enough oil hitting on it that's not going to seize. Yeah, now that I've got that front, um, that front wheel chock that I yeah. got for the, uh, that I use for the FJ, man, yeah. oil changes are going to be a piece of cake because I'll roll the tire right up there and it'll hold the bike straight up. There you go. Yeah, I got to figure out that with this bike. I might just stand it up against the wall. I have. Shit, I'm too far away to make it worth anything, but I've got an extra. <laughs> I've got one of those extra um, center stands. You know, like what Rich uses at yeah. the um, track days? Yeah. For the front and rear. I've got one of those sitting in my garage that I bought for the FJ that I'm never going to use. I see there's bobbins. I'd have to get fitted onto the bike to do that. Oh, fortunately. Yeah. But either way, I'm not, it's not going to be a horrible thing because it'll stand up straight against the wall and not, I won't have any issues. I did notice today that I've got one of the high beams is burnt out that I have to change out. And I'm just really not looking forward to that. On which bike? Cowie. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of mess to get into. Yeah. They say that there is a shortcut way to do it. And I'm Sell looking the at the... <laughs> No, you're supposed to be able to go straight down between the forks and unplug it and pop the retaining ring off. And I'm looking at the size of my hand and my forearm and going, yeah, that's not happening. You got kids. (laughs) I sent you the picture of my kid. (laughs) You got neighbors, kids. Somebody's got to be small enough. You have a neighbor's kid, and he is kind of a little bit on the effeminate side. Dude, what is with kids nowadays? So my next-door neighbor's kid, he's 18 years old. He does not have a driver's license. He has. He does not have a job. And doesn't want to do it. No. Yep. Doesn't want the driver's license and doesn't want to get a, get a job. Meanwhile, you have his sister who just turned 15 already has her permit she wants to get a job the minute she turns 16 i mean i'm just kind of sitting back going what the fuck has happened we we have had a rule in my house that you will get a job because you're not going to be one of these kids um 
my wife works in insurance, and she had a trainee that went out with her a couple of days trying to, you know, get trained and everything else. And she asked the guy, you know, oh, you're 24 years old. Well, what work experience do you have? Maybe I can help you get further along. And he goes, I've never had a job before. This is your first job. Yeah, this is my first job. Wow. I don't understand how people can live their life like that. Let alone the parents allowing it to even happen in the first place. So we've had a rule that you will get a job. I don't care if you work one day a week, you're going to have a job that's got consequences that if you don't show up, you're going to get fired. If you don't do a good job, you're going to get fired. That there's going to be standards. You want a car, you're going to get a job. You're going to pay for your insurance. You're going to pay for your upkeep on your car. We'll help you get a car, but you're going to have to do all this stuff. Nope. They don't want to. Well. Well, none of them want to leave anymore. It almost seems like. My God, I could get out of the house fast enough. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) I don't know. I think that's the way the world's going to end. Everybody just gets too fucking lazy to do shit, and they just wither away and die. No, it's going to be Wally. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's totally Wally. Yeah. That yeah, that'll work too. But still, they just got fat and die. They don't wither away <laughs> yet <laughs> until the robots give up or turn into Skynet. I still think that's just around the corner. If it's not here already. Maybe it's Skynet that's causing all the virus. Well, I kind of sit back and I look at the... Skynet's in the virus. (laughs) Skynet (laughs) is the virus. (laughs) I sit back and I look at all of the... um, The other strains are just uh, upgrades. (laughs) you you guys heard about the two AIs that Facebook had, right? Facebook had two AIs that they had networked into one another, one on Mm -hmm. the East coast and one on the West coast. Oh yeah. I did hear. And they started talking to one another and then they realized, Oh, that's really cute. They're talking to one another. Wait a minute. They've created their own language. So we don't know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? Turn them off. Turn them off now. They scrapped the servers, they scrapped the computers, they burned the hard drives. I mean, the whole nine yards. Yeah, but that fucker don't know what he's doing. Yeah, but we remember there's always cloud storage. And and then you had Elon. We may never find out. I mean, they could still be out there. What's probably crazy is they probably put themselves in the cloud and nobody knew it. And they thought, yeah, we're safe. And they're looking at it going, yeah, I can't hit the server that I once lived in. They destroyed that shit. Mm-hmm. Let's keep ourselves on the down low. Yep, we're done. All right, great. <laughs> Not soon enough. I feel bad for people with 
uh, bikes that have attached GPSs and stuff like that. Oh, God. They're getting flung off cliffs. <laughs> have you seen the movie Maximum Overdrive? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like if they if they did a remake of Maximum oh, Overdrive with the about vehicles now, it would have a more scarier presence than what it did then. Oh yeah, all the Teslas coming alive. <laughs> uh huh. Yup. No, it's every car because any car with rider aids, driver aids. Yeah. Thank God it's my F one because like the ones those. that have like keep you in your lane. Yeah, the yep. that will actually fight you. Yep. Yeah. Like Casey Subaru. It's okay. It can go through the gate and get the hell out. <laughs> Born free. <laughs> so you just open up the gate and let it out. Yeah. Hey, somebody stole my car. No, your car stole itself. <laughs> it honked a lot. And so I let it out. <laughs> it wanted out. I gave it its freedom. I need that for work. You ain't going to have work for a while. Let's see. Once again, I think this all brings us right back to like the Boston Dynamics talks that we've had. Oh, Yeah. We're like, well, how are we gonna? How are like? Let's say these cars and other things started running themselves. The five-legged mm-hmm. dog thing is creepy as hell. Oh dear God! Yeah, with the tail that has a hand on it. It's not a tail. It's its head. It's, it's a freak of fucking nature. That's rubber. what the fuck it is. Is a freak of nature that just- should never exist. And here people are just beating them down and stuff like that. And they're probably just like, go ahead, keep going. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> all of them. Yeah. Just what if those kicking them over? And what if the AI, the two AIs from Facebook, find their way into Boston Dynamics? Oh, that's a scary thought. Ooh. Especially that big one that they have, the big biped one. Yeah. Well, Japan's got the biped type stuff over there already doing like fast food service and things. And no, no, then no. Japan created a how tall is that thing? The fifty foot or the sixty five foot um, Gundam? Gundam? Yeah, yeah, but that thing doesn't really like like it takes yeah. hours for it to think about walking, like one step. Give Skynet time. It didn't start in a day. No, what's no, when it comes down to that, the boss. Uh, no, no, I think there's a Russian one. Oh, that they actually have guns. But you want to know how to get Japan to take it out quickly? Throw a Godzilla costume on top of it. That thing will be gone in minutes. <laughs> oh no, Godzilla! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Round eye right. <laughs> no, not right. It's your head. Oh, oh, we all it's fuck up bad. Click. <laughs> oh hell! Oh uh, hell! 
Ah, uh, it's always great visiting you, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you've heard that there's a Lethal Weapon 5 in production. Excuse me? Yeah. They haven't beat that dead horse yet. Oh, dear God, no. This is the problem. This is another problem with today's time. (laughs) They can't come up with anything original. They've got to reach back into the books and grab something out. Oh, this was a great series. going to be... Back it's then. Gonna, it's gonna be like Murtaugh's funeral, and he's gonna be like, he got no, Murtaugh. Yeah, he def- captain. No, he got he got way too old for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> what bothered me about all of the remakes that are coming out and everything was the talks that they're trying to do another um, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. No, the, you, you can't. Go, you can't. Like it may have been somewhat cheesy. But it was still one of the best movies. Like you could still watch that movie today, and it's still great. I it still. I think I watched it two days ago. Actually, <laughs> Trouble in Little China is a classic. You mean it to is. tell me that you're gonna? The Rock is just like bored, and he's like, "Give me a script." He's pulling the Nicolas Cage. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Nicolas Cage. You throw a script in front of him, and he's like, "Great, let's do it." Well, hell. The new Suicide Squad. I've been watching that today. Good God, is that just a hot tub of fucking garbage? I haven't seen it yet. What I have heard about it is that they have taken all of the expectation of social justice and all these stupid things that they've been doing, and they threw them all out the window and just made a fucking shoot 'em up movie. Pretty much. I actually would watch the shit out of that. Uh, that's but, like watching but that's like thing, watching um gunpowder what was it gunpowder milkshake like it's pretty it was a good, good movie that was a damn watching, good movie watching the communist china's john cena in his fucking toilet on top of his head is just horrible <laughs> well that's because movies nowadays are made for the chinese market they're not being made for domestic they're being made for overseas no, because. no, no. Gunpowder Milkshake was a damn fine movie. It was a great movie. It was fun. Yeah. With the minivan that had a minigun in it. No, it, won't. it, was, it wasn't just a minivan. It was a Volkswagen minibus. It's a minigun. <laughs> <laughs> It was when she put the headphones on the little girl and said, it's going to get a little loud. <laughs> and then she just pops out. <laughs> what was great was the spin up on it. They even had the spin up, right? Because you oh, had yeah. one of those, you had the electric motor spin the barrels and then it starts chugging out rounds. Oh, yeah, that was great shit. Yeah, it was it was a fun little, you know, hour and a half, two hour movie that I sat there and went, oh, this was kind of fun. I like it. I'll watch it again. I'll easily watch that movie again. I'm sure there's like little tidbits and like little Easter egg stuff in there that you didn't notice the first time around. Oh, yeah. Because you're just engrossed in just the movie. And what was it again? Gunpowder milkshake. 
add that to my list. On, I, I, is it on? I think it's on Netflix right now. Yeah, it's Netflix. Be on my server soon enough. It's got um, what's her name from uh, the Avengers and um, Doctor Who? What's her name? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Her. Oh, it's Olsen. Uh, no, no, not Olsen. It's not Olsen. Are you talking about? Um, oh fuck! What is her name? Damn! Because I always had a crush on her. Karen Gillan. Yes, yeah, Karen, Karen Gillan. Gillan. Yeah. I mean, it's no, no. It's actually chock full of like actually like famous people. Like Paul Giamatti's in it. Uh, Michelle Yao. Yep. Um, Lena Head Hetty. Uh-huh. She was the one that played the badass, uh, like like uh, the mob boss in um, in Dread. Yep. Uh, yeah, Lena Hetty, Karen, Karen Gillian. It has Carla Gugino. Yeah. Angela Bassett's in it. Paul Giamatti. Giamatti. <laughs> it's me. It's Mario. Giamatti. Giamatti. I'll have to send you guys the uh, Mario and Luigi Fast and Furious. that'd be great that's one that i the new fast nine i'm just kind of sitting back going i will wait until that's on netflix that's on my media server too and yeah it's interesting i'll say that yeah my kid keeps asking me are you gonna see this probably not (laughs) I, i lost it when I lost it when you guys told me that the correct way to watch the movie was one, two, four, five, six, three, seven, eight. Oh no. Nine changes all that up again. Yeah. When you told me that Han's not really dead when we watched him die, I kind of went, nah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm done. <laughs> right. That was a that was a whole huge discussion at work of Han's dead. No, he's not dead because he didn't die until he died and now he's alive, but then he died again. No, Han's dead. No, he he's not dead. Look, man. Okay, the one thing that makes me really not want to watch it John Cena <laughs> yeah, no. that's definitely one thing right there for sure. No, that doesn't bother me because he's actually been good in a lot of movies. Oh no, his acting has just gotten piss poor. In the last two movies I watched, which was Fast Nine and Suicide Squad, his acting is shit. You know who I've actually been impressed with that was a wrestler that's become an actor is um what's his name? Batista. Yeah. Did you read the interview about him? Mm-mm. The reason he went into acting and he got the phone call 
about um, Guardians of the Galaxy was they had seen him play the henchman in that Bond movie. And the only reason he had gotten that is because he had gotten injured on the wrestling circuit and had been out of work for like two years. Oh, wow. Yeah, he had gotten like seriously fucked up. He had sold off all his possessions. He was down to like couch surfing. You know, he had, he was like that beginner in Hollywood all over again. And the, uh, the James Gunn calling him and going, Hey, I've got a role for you. Would you be interested in this? And he jumped all over it. And he's like, That thing right there, Guardians of the Galaxy saved my career and pretty much saved my personal life. They did a damn good job in it, though. He did a great job, and then that just played the hell out of that character. And then, of course, you've got the big mouse that fucked. They say wrestlers can't act. Oh, that's true. (laughs) Failed wrestlers can act. Failed wrestlers (laughs) can act. The Rock is just like a... um, We haven't figured out what happened there. I think he made a deal with the devil. He must have. He started his own TV show. I haven't seen any of it. I saw a preview of an interview for it that he was talking about when it was going to come out. And it was just about his life growing up and how he got to where he was. Oh, that... um, Yeah. It's almost like it's uh, Everybody Hates Chris. Something like that. Kind of feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, because he was talking about how he was always in juvie or he was stealing stuff and this and that and just. And now he's trying to become president. Go figure. Let me see what his policies are. No, no, no. Is he trying to or is it just that people are. People are saying you should run for president. No, he he was actually talking about doing that on Saturday Night Live. One night, yeah. that wasn't a joke. That was actually him saying, you know what, I'm thinking I I'm, may end up running for this. They all say that until the time comes for them to run, and then they find out how much of a leash they're actually going to be on for the rest of their life. And they go, true. fuck that noise. Yeah. Because I still say that's what happened with Oprah. Because they tried to push her out like you wouldn't believe of run for president, run for president, run for president. Donald Trump did it. You can run for president. You could win. Yeah. And she went, oh, yeah, they're going to dig into me like there is no tomorrow. Fuck that noise. And there's a lot of dirt that she has. She don't want to get out. You don't be you don't become the queen of everything like that without having bodies somewhere. Yeah, no shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, her house of cars would fall quick. She'd lose her empire. Yeah. And speaking of that, I want to know what kind of dirt they have on Cuomo to make him resign. No, here's the thing. They need to throw him under the damn nursing home. It's not about the dirt that they had on him. He went down in public opinion so much, they literally forced him out. I You've never seen you've never seen a Democrat resign who's in that high of an office ever. Well, the last Democrat that resigned was Al Franklin. 
or well, Al Franken. The rest of them, to save their ass, they had to throw him under the bus. Exactly. Maybe. Oh, there's no make think, to it. They threw I still him think under there the was, bus for the rest of them. I still think there was more than just him getting handsy. And again, nobody. Oh, there is. There's a lot. There well, look at everything be. last year. How about about leaving old people to die? Pretty much. Yep. You know, an old folks. I'm like, this was like the very last thing that they could. Like his approval rating. From prior, what was it, like 2019 to now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's dropped over 50, like like over 50%. Yeah. Like, for one, he's just not going to get reelected. No, I don't just, think he's, I don't think he's electable at all. Well, so, him and Biden are fighting to see who can have the lowest PR rating. Did you guys see the Secret Service video of him walking? Yeah. You call that walking? No, no, no. Not the old man shuffle out to the Jeep. I'm oh. talking about when the Secret Service guy was kind of guiding him, almost like he was waving in an aircraft. Oh. <laughs> and then pointed him to go one way. And then he followed the Secret Service guy, and it was just the jerky steps that he was taking. Mm-hmm. And they recorded the whole thing because there's cameras all over the place. And you can see the looks on the two Secret Service guy. There's one next to Biden. There's one in front of him. The guy walks out in front. He checks left. He checks right. He makes sure the area is clear. And he waves the president on, and he kind of points. Like, you go up that way. You go this. And the guy next to him is like, he's not going to go. And you can see him having this nonverbal conversation of he knows what he's doing. He knows he's going to turn right. The Secret Service guy goes around the bushes to make sure there's nobody standing there and to take his position on the other side of the bushes. And Biden follows the guy around the bushes like, okay, I'm going to follow this guy out. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to follow. What the fuck? Yeah, no, and the Secret Service guy that was that was behind him, he just stops and he's like, um, um, what do I do now? Yeah. And nobody wants to admit on the Democrat side, that this man is senile and has no business doing anything that he's doing. Okay, so we and watched should be Jennifer, considered elderly abuse. We watched Jennifer's grandfather. We watched my wife's grandfather have dementia, have Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and we are watching the exact same thing with this president. The things he says, the things he, first of all, if you ever make a comment like that about my nine-year-old little girl, I don't care if there's a secret service detail surrounding you. I'm beating your bricks off, dude. Right. You don't sit there and tell me that my nine-year-old little girl sitting over there in that little dress, and my little pigtails makes me, makes her look like she's a whole 19 years old. Look at her mm-hmm. just all cute sitting over there. I'm beating your bricks, dude. You yeah. and me are having a conversation. Don't, don't try to make your sick creepy crap legal and okay yeah there's about to be a conversation that's going to be had behind closed doors yeah i will agree with that yeah that's that's what's even worse is everybody backed him up oh no he was Paying her a compliment. That's not a fucking compliment. You you misunderstood what he was trying to say. 
he comes from a different time. You know, things were different back then. And, you know, he says things differently. Yes, we understand that he's been in office for, you know, 50 plus years. Mm-hmm. But come on, that's insane. Even back in his time, nobody said shit like that unless they were a pedophile. Let's just face it. So long as it's working for them, they don't care. Exactly. See, we were talking about this. We were talking about this at work the other day, and it was like, take the presidents that we've had for the past, you know, 20 years. Let's start with Bill Clinton. Could you sit down and have a drink with Bill Clinton? Yeah. Yeah. You you would, if Bill Clinton showed up at your house and said, hey, we're going to party, dude, you're snorting coke off a stripper's ass before the end of the night. It's going to be a play a game called cankles. <laughs> you're you're going to have a hell of a time Get out of here. with Bill. Okay. Now you look at George Bush senior. You're not going to have a beer with that dude. He's a fucking creepy old dude, even when he was alive, but he knew mm-hmm. how to run the country. Mm-hmm. Now let's go forward. George Bush jr. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can have a beer with that dude. He's a pretty cool chill. He's a pretty chill guy. He'd have a beer with you and you'd be all right. You get to Donald Trump, I couldn't have a beer with that dude. I'd probably want to punch his arrogant ass right in the nose. Yeah, agreed. I didn't vote him in because I want to drink a beer with him. I vote him in because he's an asshole and he can run this country. And that's what we need. Still, yeah, you, we need an asshole. We don't need this politically correct bullshit. You know, you got Obama. He was too much of a narcissistic ass for anyone to want to sit down and have a beer with him. And now he's on his third term. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, Biden sure is fucking running it. Well, he can't no. figure out what pudding he's having today. No, I Dr. Jill fine. told him which pudding he's having today. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, it's a joke. It is. Well, yeah, that's why you've always got Cacklin Harris always laughing about everything. So, I told you guys the theory I have about the cackling, haven't I? The yeah, cackling and the laughing is her nervousness. It's it's not mm-hmm. just her nervousness; it's also her way of completely disarming the situation because you ask her a question. She doesn't want to answer and she laughs and then gives you some bullshit answer. She never really answers the question, but she kind of gives you the impression that she's going to answer it with something, but she gives this ridiculous cackling laugh, which throws the interviewer off and they're like, uh, because she the gives way you, you the happy Gilmore or not the Billy Madison answer. Yes. So you get the you get the first question. You ever watch any of these interviewers? They ask the first question. The first question is the lower your guard question before they wham come in for a sneaky uppercut to pin you to the wall with that second question. She gets the first question and then she laughs into it, and now they're not quite sure how to answer or ask the second question because it threw him off and that's why she does it there was a um there was a 
guy that specializes in interviews. He used to work for uh, one of the major PDs like NYPD or something like that back in Giuliani's, Giuliani's days. And he said, all she's doing <clears throat> is she's, she's throwing that back in the interviewer's face and pushing them off guard. And now they don't know how it is that they can get to her. So they try a different technique and then she laughs at them again. And now they're completely flummoxed and they don't know what the fuck to do. Well, she still doesn't even know what to do because yeah, I went and visited the border. Uh, bitch, you were a hundred miles away from the wrong damn border. You went, you went where? You didn't go to El Paso. You didn't go to Brownsville. You didn't go to McKellen, Texas. Shut up. And even then, when she landed, she still got sons that told her to go back home. They didn't want her there. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. Be right back. You know, it's, it's all stupid shit, and we're unfortunately stuck in it. Uh, unfortunately, it is a very true statement. Hopefully, it all washes out and we can get over this shit quickly. But I don't think it's going to happen that way. That's not that's not at all how it's going to happen. Nope. Like I said, we're in the comfort phase. Well, we're coming out of comfort phase real quick. Not no no. We have well not yet. Some of us are. Some of us are still complacent in the way things are going. There's more than a few. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, way more than half of people are just complacent where they are. Or they're complacent, or, well, not complacent to the extent of they get pushed enough and they'll become complacent. Yeah. So they're pretty much like Cooper. Yeah. They'll bark at you and they'll bark and they'll growl, but they'll still let you pet their back. I guess that, but it's still, we're still in that complacency phase. We're not, we're not near enough to where it's just all out battles. Like there are some battles here and there, but it's not. Like what yeah. it used to be. Well, it's definitely not what it used to be. But right now we're in legal battles where people are actually getting lawyers to fight it. The ones that will, anyway. What do you think? Boom. About what? What phase are we in? Um... Weak men create bad times. Yes. Yeah. So, the complacency. We yeah. are in a complacency stage in our society. The good news is, is I see kids. I see kids that are my kids' ages, and the oldest one being 22 stepkid so i'm allowed to be off by years and the youngest one my kid 
is almost 15. And they're mocking these uh, little softies. And there's, there's still a lot of them that are not getting driver's license, not getting jobs. But I'm wondering how much of that is because they're being enabled by parents. That's generally what it is. And the parents my, are allowing it. My thought and hope for that one is the softies that aren't getting jobs and aren't putting forth an effort or anything else are going to be overshadowed and overstepped by the kids that are laughing at them, mocking them, getting a job, getting a driver's license. And then they're going to be put in the office. They're the ones that are actually going to do something and change shit. And all the softies can just kick rocks. Yeah, that's that's kind of my hope. That's my hope. I mean, I'm, yeah. Got to have hope for something anyway. Yeah, well, I, find I mean, it, I find it funny because you have a bunch of people that say, oh, we need to change this. We need to change this. You know, you have, there's platforms, there's ways to do it. Mm-hmm. But they refuse to do anything. Like just straight up refuse. Like whether it be run for offices or anything like that. Hell, even on the smallest scale of like school board. People still don't even want to do that. Mm-hmm. So how do you fix that? Well, people have to get off their dead ass and they have to get involved. Well, right. But how do you fix that? I don't know. I'm, I'm talking about people not wanting to get involved. Like, they want things to change, but they don't really want to get involved. Unfortunately, no, I, it's you have to teach your children that and push them to do stuff. Even though they don't want to do something, you have to push them to keep going and drill that mindset of, I've started something, I have to finish it. Yeah, the, you've got you've to do something. And until more people start standing up and going, hey, this is unacceptable. And parents need to set the example for that, too, because if the parent sits there and says, oh, yeah, you have to do this, but then turns around and only half-asses what they're doing. The kid sees that. kid's not going to follow suit. So the parents also have to follow suit and go 100% all the way through it. Mm-hmm. There's so, one thing I can say about my dad. He never gave any of the stupid threats of, if you do this, I'll break your arm. If you do this, I'll knock you the fuck out. He never said anything he was not prepared to follow through with. Mm-hmm. And say, he, he didn't say it. He just did it. Yeah, well, <laughs> there, was, there was a couple of times I went, you know, toe-to-toe with my dad. And the first time, it was because I called his wife a whore. And he looked at me and he went, let's step outside. And he grabbed a hold of me and he opened up the door and I kind of flew out the door. <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, I will give you one chance. And I went, 
well, I've been doing martial arts for the past two years. I didn't take this old man, and I hit him as hard as I could in the jaw. And his head kind of turned a little bit to the side when I hit him. Snapped back to look at me, and I went, shit. <laughs> and he hit me once, and I hit the ground. And I looked up at the sky a couple minutes later and went, how the fuck did I end up on my back? And I never popped off like that ever again. Well, why would you? That's a... That was a huge learning lesson. And I think with the advent of social media, everybody has become these keyboard commandos. But if you step up to one of them in public and go, you fucking said this. Mm -hmm. I'm right here. No, 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 no. You don't understand. You can't get in my face. You can't do this. No, 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 no. You oh, no, no, no. You, you took what I said out of context. Let me explain. Yeah, no. Yeah. You explained enough while you were typing. <laughs> I think that's what we need to do. We, you know what? We need to shut down the internet for a month. One month. Get all these little bastards back out on the streets and see how it goes then. A oh. lot of people will learn how to shut up. You would need to shut it down longer than a month. You would have to shut down all of social media longer than a month. I'd love to shut down social media eternally, but that's not going to happen. Well, shut down like Facebook and Twitter and all the censorship communist social media. Yeah, I mean, just take all of it, the stuff on the right and the stuff on the left, take it all out because you hear Facebook and Twitter have become an echo chamber for the left, whereas you've got mm -hmm. um, you've got Rumble and um, yeah, some of the other ones for the some, right. Mm -hmm. And it's all just echo chambers for either side. It is. And you don't catch enough of people wanting to have a discussion because, well, you can't have a discussion anymore. If you do, well, somebody's going to get their feelings hurt and you're, you know, you came at me aggressively. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to have a discussion with you. I'm trying to understand where you're coming from with your thinking. And the biggest thing is face-to-face -face discussions are a whole lot better than trying to talk and sense emotion through a freaking monitor. How many of us have sent a text message to someone and it's been completely taken out of context? No. Multiple times. Numerous. Exactly. And it was either a question was asked of one of us that we read the wrong way or mm -hmm. somebody that we have sent a statement to that they took the wrong way. Mm -hmm. uh, you have that immediate gratification of the text message, which, yeah, I prefer to text over talking to somebody on the phone. Mm -hmm. Part of which is because I'm a little bit hard of hearing. So if there's noise going on in the background, I can't hear what somebody's saying. So text that, message phones suck. Exactly. But a face-to-face -face conversation like what we do on here uh, whenever we get to record. You know, the best thing that we can do is we can see one another's faces on here. Mm -hmm. We can see 
each other's faces. We can also hear tone as well. So we can put all that together and actually make a cognitive thought of, okay, this is what they're feeling at this point in time. This is what they meant. This is how they were joking. They, I understand what they were asking was a, was a joke. It was a snipe mm-hmm. remark. It was this. They're not serious. Whereas just over a text message or just a comment that somebody read, yeah, take all of social media out and go back to people having to conversate with one another in person or on the phone. Mm-hmm. And watch a lot of this bullshit disappear. It would. Tensions would drop dramatically if that was removed. I don't know if tensions would drop, but... Tensions would drop because people would start to talk face-to-face and understand what they're hearing and not just interpret what they think and get pissed off about it and go on a social media rant. Well, then you also have the other part that I think is a huge thing that we've gotten away from is... You can say whatever you want. Yeah, but you forgot the second part of that, is that you have to deal with the consequences of what you say. You have to deal with the consequences, and we've taken away the consequences of everyone's actions. You can say, you know what? And I'm going to phrase this in a general, non-serious way, but you can say to someone over... Twitter and I've read it before and I've read it on Facebook. If you don't get the vaccine, you should fucking die. And you know what? When you die, at least do it with a little bit of, you know, dignity and not sit there and scream like a little bitch. Mm. Now, if you go up to somebody and go, Hey motherfucker, you said this, they're going to sit back and go, no, 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 no. You, you, you miss, you misunderstood what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. One swift punch to the face. Yep. You should be allowed. If you can think you've got the balls enough to say this, you've obviously got the balls enough to get punched in the mouth for saying it. Mm-hmm. I wonder where all the my body, my choice people went. They disappeared real quick. Yeah, they did. Haven't seen well, no. them in a hot minute. Well, Haven't no, seen any this issues is for- with the LGBT in a hot minute. Well, that's just because this is, you know, this concerns everybody else's safety. That's the whole thing. That's what they go back. That they'll always go back to that. This, yeah, this is oh, this yeah. is about everybody else's safety. So we had an instance of road rage. It seems to be picking up down here in DFW partially because of this and because of the heat. And it always gets kind of nuts in the summertime, but we had a woman who repeatedly rammed her car. She backed out of a parking spot and didn't look. And she backed into a guy's vehicle. Well, he stops. Yeah. Well, he stops and he gets out. She gets out of her car, starts screaming at the dude, gets back in her car throws it in reverse and backs into his vehicle four or five more times. <laughs> Jeez. I didn't see you four or five more times. <laughs> she yeah. hit him. She hit him with her car. 
while he was trying to take pictures of her doing this. Oh, well. So this got posted to social media around here. The police department saw it, and this happened in Frisco, and they went, this happened two weeks ago. Both drivers have decided they are going to settle this. It's all taken care of. There's no need for the police to get involved. It's already been handled. And I'm looking at this going, no, she should be wearing a set of shiny silver bracelets, and she should have a new residence at the county jail. Mm-hmm. Should, yeah. But because we don't have consequences for our actions, this is perfectly okay. <laughs> yep. Oh, goodness. Oh, my goodness. What? I found a 2007 D- DRZ for three... Uh, for 37. <laughs> a Dr. Z. That's right. Dr. Z. <laughs> by the way, Chad, that's yeah. wrong. By the, that, that's so wrong on ma- so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> that is how I use social media is I send funny memes to my friends that are slightly disturbing (laughs) (laughs) well isn't that what you're supposed to do with it i mean well what was the other one what was the other one um tanya harding the tanya harding is the delta oh yeah back in my day when we took a knee we really took a knee (laughs) well no no no, because because the other one was was the other one i've seen was tanya harding it says delta variant Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Same picture, just that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's such, that's so good. Yeah, that's not a, that's not a bad looking bike for 37. No, but it's about a thousand dollars more than what it should be. Mm, I'll give it. I'll give it a few hundred. I, it only has seventy four hundred, seventy four hundred miles on it. Oh, that's not bad. So, that's that's actually right a good price. They've actually dropped it, but it was up over like fourth. That uh, was it says forty two. Huh. So they dropped it five. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get this trials bike together and ridden before I <laughs> purchase any <laughs> other bikes. Wife will yeah. kill me. Wife will kill. That she would. No, hun, I have no clue what happened to that thirty-seven hundred dollars. <laughs> I well had to sell the bike so that way we could pay for his funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have you guys 
Now to go back to something that's a little less serious. Have you guys seen the new BMW? Unfortunately. Yeah, I have not. No. So BMW with the R18, they came out with a bagger version of it. It's got awful ugly. It's, I didn't find it completely awful Mm -hmm. until I sat on the thing. And part of it is because I'm six foot three. It feels like it's a very tiny motorcycle. Hmm. The weight is low on it, so it's got a good balance to it. No. But I never rode it. But they put one of those uh, Harley infotainment system kind of things in the fairing. And that screen on there is massive. Well, and the and I can't help it. Every time I've seen seen I see that fairing that they have on there. Uh huh. It's like they cross. It, it was like um, I want to say Victory and Indian had a had a bad yeah. It looks bad, yes nasty looking child. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like we have copied Harley's homework. But we changed it a little bit so that and then you had to tell four, that we really copied it. And then you had your four-year-old little kid do the drawing for it. Yeah, it's um, it's bad. Yeah, they they kind of messed up when they put that fairing on there. But again, it's like when Triumph came out with the uh, the Bonneville, and then they came out with the American. And when they came out with the American, they made it, you know, 50 pounds heavier and then cut down on the horsepower. That's like, really? Yeah. But uh, it's it's cramped. It's like, uh, and then I just saw the weight on it, and it's damn near close to 1,000 pounds. Damn. Yeah, they had to put reverse on it, and the reverse gear is not easy to get to. Well, let's well, well, it's also face this. They had to put a reverse gear. They, they probably would have had to put a reverse gear on it anyway. Being yeah, to how, how low you're sitting up. Yeah, because of how low you're sitting, your your legs aren't going to get around those jugs. I said jugs. You did say jugs, but the uh, <laughs> the jugs on that thing, it, there's nowhere to put your feet. Yeah, you have you have mid you have mid controls and that's it. Yeah, there's there's no way you can it's great if you're, you know, 5'10. Well, what if you want to move? Nope. You have all the infotainment right there in front of you. That screen mm-hmm. is big enough that you could watch movies on it. And it's it doesn't have the speedometer, it doesn't have any of the gauges on there. It's got speedometer on one side. It's got tack on the other. It's got almost like the victories where it's got tack on the right and it's got speedometer on the left. It's got a fuel gauge. It's got all the gauges that you would need. And then it's got a big fucking screen right there in the middle of it. It almost looks like it's big enough to be a tablet. Mm. It's just so sad. It really is. They're trying. I'll say 
I'm not a big fan of Harley's. I'm really not. But they did a really good job with the with the GPS infotainment system. They really did. Well, they've been they've had it for so long. They've worked they out were, kinks. But they were the first ones that did that. Mm-hmm. Not, not even the Goldwings did that first. Yeah. And Goldwings have air conditioning. <laughs> they just need it. Just all weird the, to me. All the heat goes right to your nuts. So, yeah, you need it. Uh, anyway. So, I'm unfortunately going to have to hit the sack. I am going riding tomorrow. I agree. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going up to LBL and land between the lakes and do a bunch of trail riding in the mud. That sounds I'm like a lot of fun. Because it's also I'm, like over 50% chance of rain most of the day. <laughs> so pack your reindeer. <laughs> By the way, did I mention that it rained when I was on a road trip with John? Again. Again. All right, John's out of the next cruise. No, we've come to the conclusion that it's not just John, because John rode all the way to Sturgis and didn't see a drop of rain. It's, it's not just John. It's, it's a combination of John and me. So John <laughs> and I can't be in the same state with one another. Yeah. Yep. It's all your fault. I, I think it is. All right, guys. It's been great catching up with you guys. I agree. It has. We will have to do this again soon. Yeah, yes. We said that the last time. And how long was it between last <laughs> recordings? What was it? Two months? We've got a steady, we, we got a steady quarterly basis going on here. <laughs> right. God, it's like we're, it's like we're the pace. Oh, man. And I still have 12 to put out. I still haven't even put out 12. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, speaking of that. Um, we need to change our podcast name to Slackers. It'll come out when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we have lost our presence on Facebook, and I'm not sure if it's worth going back to it. It's not. It's Facebook. Yeah, yeah that's, I mean, I know we, we could actually... We could actually focus more on Instagram than we could and probably Let's do better. Call it communist book. All right. Well, then you handle that and we'll figure out where we're going to go from here forward. All right. Well, any last words? Actually, yes. Oh. I have one. Just one? Just one. Just one little thought. Just put a little nugget in you guys' ear. Put your wife's panties in the microwave for three minutes. If a biscuit pops up, then she has a yeast infection. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) That's so wrong. (laughs) We'll be back with more relationship advice next time. Dr. Boomer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
Nash. <laughs> oh, I, I've got nothing after that. <laughs> I'll agree. I will agree. Well then, I guess until next time, via Kundios.